it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. just popped into my head listening to Chris talk about all that you and he going to clothes shopping to get some jeans and some sports coat yeah like remember when why you is that would- why is that odd to you that <laughs> shouldn't be odd at all when you'd go when you're eight years old mm-hmm. and you go shopping with your mom and she makes you put on the pants in the dressing room they come on out so she can check the fit she'd like hold them up on the side like oh no these are a little loose in the seat we mm-hmm. need to, like i picture you coming out with your pants and going hey chris what do you think yeah. and him going i don't know i'll be still a little I, loose in the seat i could see him we- doing uh <laughs> going doing a shopping and going get his hair done like in rain man <laughs> 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 yeah. Chris is very critical when it yeah. comes to that stuff. No, no, the fit on that jacket's all wrong. Yeah. You need to get the tailor in there. Chris has got the soap out. He's marking it up. Yeah, Chris is a tailor as well. That's what he does. That's what yeah, he does. He's in charge of the imaging and men's suits. Those are the those are the two lanes that, that Mervin's Chris has. is still my favorite one. That, <laughs> you like that? Out of all the ones we brought up. I got up. a shout out from somebody on Twitter that obviously grew up somewhere near Arcadia or Pasadena yeah. that remembers Buffums from back in the day too. So if you are a product of the eighties and regional department stores i'm your guy i got i got you covered uh, on all of those things um another late entry into the dumbest sports injuries ever uh, my guy g fish 21 he this might be his favorite thing in the world that larry bird basically ended his career paving his own driveway remember that of course that he, I he, he shoveled like gravel for three days and basically ended his career because he was, didn't want to hire a guy to pave his own driveway that documentary they had i think it was bird and magic uh-huh. bird versus magic whatever it was remember they had to shoot that converse commercial together yeah. and the converse commercial was shot at larry bird's house or his mom's house or the house that he grew up in or whatever <laughs> yes. and there's just all that grass that's larry bird doing his thing but bro this is that was Larry Bird. Yeah, of he, course it was. He's from French Lick, Indiana. You don't hire a guy. You he are. He didn't the guy. have a couple drinks at a bar and then go home and punch a wall through a week away from the playoffs starting. <laughs> that may be worse, but he was also Larry Bird, NBA megastar. Maybe you hire a concrete guy to just paint, just asphalt your driveway. Just throwing it out there. Save a couple bucks. <laughs> Maybe your career is better Prolonged. than that. And oh, by the way, my favorite part of the uh, Magic story is yeah. that he went in to get lunch and Magic and Mrs. Larry Bird are just, hit just it off. chopping it up. They're having the Bird's like, God life. dang it, this dude's personality. <laughs> Everybody loves Magic. Yeah. Everybody loves Magic. Alright, so you've been talking now about who was at the game last night, what was it like? We've got Christine in LA. Christine, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's going on? Hi. Hi. <laughs> How are you guys? We're doing good. I I, I want to know. Give us the uh, what was the vibe like last night at Dodger Stadium? I'm sure. By the way, you know what we're probably not going to get, Trav. Mm. Dodger fans that left the game early, understandably so. <laughs> I'm, uh, not, you, I, I'm not throwing any shade at anybody. You were at the game. You were there for uh, everything that unfolded. What was that environment like? Oh my God! So first of all, everybody was really depressed and pissed off, right? Because like before the seventh inning, because it was super depressing. We were doing horribly. <clears throat> we were sitting behind, we were in the, on the field level behind the Padres, dug out so we could like yell at them. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it was really awful because, of course, you know, we were, it was bad. The, the bullpen was really struggling. 
Um, and we thought, we, we all of a sudden we saw, I swear it was like half the stadium was leaving. It was like the end of the game. All of a sudden, just like masses of people were leaving. And I looked at my girlfriend. I was like, oh, my God. My one girlfriend's like, should we leave? My other girlfriend's like, no, we're staying. And uh, Where were you? Yeah, were, were, were you a stay or were you a leave person? Oh, we stayed. Are you kidding me? We stayed. But it was like, you, you like watching everybody leave, you were like, wow, should we leave? Yeah, and and I would have probably fell into yeah. You know, let's get out of here. I'm waiting for someone else to say you want to go. Yes, <laughs> I'm right, not going to be the guy exactly, that suggested, but I will go if you want to go. That is exactly what happened because we were looking at each other because so many people were leaving that we looked at each other and we were like, should we leave? And then my one girlfriend, my bossy girlfriend, was like, we're staying. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know, thank God for her. Um, and so I, I can't even tell you. So Mookie, of course, then seventh inning hits, and Mookie hits the home run, and we're like, oh, my God, okay, that's good. Maybe some momentum, right? Um, and then, you know, once Mookie hit the home run, then we go into the eighth, and then it, and then it was, uh, what, it was Muncie? And we were like, oh, my God. It didn't feel real. Even at that point when it was just two home runs, you're like, is this happening? We People around us, we're all screaming we're all high-fighting we're like we're all family now right the rest of us who are left <laughs> we're, like, we're like the best of friends um and then Pollock and then Belly comes up and let me tell you the energy for Belly because you know he struggled so much at bat and I mean he's pretty terrible at bat right and the first time he went up he, he struck out so it was like Christine are you also a play-by-play person on the side because you're breaking this thing down pitch by pitch at bat by at bat I just lost my job I just lost my job you guys, I'm a total sports mom. My kids are grown now. I'm so bored. That's awesome. Well, I, I work. I work from home, so don't tell my job that I'm bored. But um, I'm like, so I'm a fantasy. I have a fantasy football team. I go to the whole thing. All the it's time. got the whole thing here. Who wins the NBA oh, MVP yeah. this season? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Who wins the <laughs> NBA MVP this season? Okay, so I got to Will Shohei get any more stolen bases <laughs> the rest of the way? my least favorite, so I know it's not LeBron. <laughs> well, not it LeBron, not. it leaves a lot of other people. Thank you, Christine. <laughs> but by the way, the next time you go to a Dodger game, we, uh, I'm going to need you to break it all down for me. That's again. it. Just Christine had the whole thing wired. If you didn't see the game or didn't listen to the game, you don't need to. Listen to Christine. Christine just <laughs> broke it all down. You know, there, there's something about, and I, I we kind of put ourselves in this scenario. I don't know if uh, I don't know if I'm staying for the game. Hey, look, got to be honest with you. I, and this is just me talking. Uh, you know, Lakers down 20 going into the fourth. Uh, we're trying to get home. Look, I get it. If you're the I'm staying till the 27th. It's amazing. Good for it's you. It's fantastic. Good for you. I, I usually do. I'd say I'm about 85% of the time I'm staying to the end. But if I'm at home, like, I don't know, on you're September, September you're, 29th. You're not staying. And it's 9 to 5 in the seventh inning. I'm going to bed. Yeah, it, like, <laughs> that's how I know you're not staying at yeah. the game is because you didn't even watch the game at the convenience of your own home before it ended. So yeah. it's impossible well, no, no, there's that you're going to be at Dodger Stadium. No, 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 you're no, going to no. drive all the way down to Orange <laughs> County, and you're going to stay for all nine innings but, of the game oh. when you went from your living room no, I was already to your bed. bed. I, was, I watched the fifth, sixth, and seventh innings from the bed. So I was already in the bed. But no, here I'm going to make a small distinction, Al. Okay. You're, you're, you're pretty right. But here's the deal. If I'm already up here at the game, I'm not getting any sleep anyway. I'm going to stay to the end. Like there's no difference between there's no difference between getting home at 11:30 and 12:15. It's all the same. 
there's a pretty big difference between me going to bed at 9.45 and 11. There's a huge difference there. So that's why the home, it's a little easier to pull the ripcord from home. I still could, I almost, well, I don't want to say it like that. I was taking, I was doing something this morning when I went, wait, what? They, they won? It was absolutely fantastic. It was a great moment. We'll talk more Dodger baseball coming up in a little bit. SC. Still looking for a coach, fresh off of the, the thrashing that Oregon State put on him. There's a game taking place on the other side of the country that may have some ramifications. Um, Lane Kiffin, the head coach at Ole Miss, yep. is starting to get a little traction as a candidate for the SC job again. Of course, he is of the tarmac firing, so he's been through this once before. But it, it's interesting because there are two very different schools of thought. Let's start with Michael Wilbon uh, talking on PTI about what he thinks about Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin's a clown. Lane Kiffin has been an embarrassment at multiple stops. I mean, nobody's going to run out there and say, yeah, I want Lane Kiffin right here on the logo representing me. The answer is Alabama, Tony. Lane Kiffin's a cute little story for guys like us who have to talk about sports every day, and we can come in Monday and say, ha, 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 Lane Kiffin. Once again, Lane Kiffin equals embarrassment at some point wherever he is. Okay, so that's Michael Wilbon. Lane Kiffin fired back on Twitter. It was pretty funny. Actually, he was on. Uh, he was on with Paul Feinbaum. Yeah, and he kind of went back and forth with Paul. It was. It's actually. It's an interesting quote. I, I think the way Lane explained it was, uh, "You've never even talked to me or had yeah. an interview with me or nothing." It's that's a little aggressive to go that uh, that far at him. Keyshawn, mm -hmm. our guy, Keyshawn says that you know what, Lane Kiffin, if he takes care of business on Saturday, well, I'll let Key say it. That mature level continues to grow. No, no, it's to a point where he wins this football game. He becomes one of the front runners, in my opinion, to get rehired at USC. It makes sense. And none of us would have a problem rehiring Lane Kiffin at USC, even though he got fired on the tarmac. It makes because he was doing a hell of a job minus the scholarships. I don't know if no one would have it. I'd have a problem with it. Mm -hmm. I know I'm not an SC alum, I, I but I – care about sc football i want to see them be really good that this that seems like a we're, we're going to make a decision based on one game one win if he beats nick saban all of a sudden he's the leading candidate for this job and i'm not I, i'm not if Keith thinks that that's fine key key understands football better than i do what i'm saying is if mike bone the athletic director at usc is waiting for the result of one game and that's going to swing him one direction or the other. That if I'm an SC fan, that sends a cold shiver down my spine. One well, game is going to determine the direction of your next coaching hire. No, that it, sounds like a terrible. It, plan. It's not one game. It's Alabama. It's you're in the SEC. It's your three and zero, which those aren't you know anything crazy wins. You're representing Ole Miss. It should not. Obviously, one game shouldn't dictate anything. Um, but it's Alabama, and okay. and there's a big difference between beating Stanford or beating a school like Alabama. I agree. I agree with you that Lane Kiffin shouldn't all of a sudden be the front runner for the job, but I also don't want to undermine what that W would mean. And by the way, if you just beat Alabama and you're in the SEC and you're Ole Miss, you're building Ole Miss. Like that's Keep doing what you're doing. I, I, I don't know if you leave tomorrow and just – all of a sudden decide, okay, well, I just beat Nick Saban and, and now I'm going to become the, the head coach of USC. Yeah. But don't undermine that W. I, I, I am going to undermine the you W. You shouldn't it's undermine that W. Why? Johnny Manziel beat Alabama. You want to you go hire Kevin Sumlin as your next head coach? What, what are we talking about here? If you, Ole Miss beats Alabama, right. 
who are, I don't know how many point favorites or whatever the case is, mm-hmm. don't undermine the W. Again, I'm with you. Don't go all it's of a, a sudden, if a you're a Mike win. Bone, pick up the phone and say, hey, Lane. It's a win. I know what happened. A few years back, we're ready to have you back. Al- Alabama's the best college football team in America. I get that. It's and not just a win. Nick, Nick, it's not just a win. It is a win, Al. It's not just a win. Oregon being Ohio State in Ohio State is not just a win. Sure it is. You're going you're gonna to go. No, the difference is, let's. it's, it's a perfect example. I'm mm-hmm. glad you brought that up. Mario Cristobal took a program that was kind of floundering under um, Willie Taggart, right? And Taggart wasn't at Oregon long, but it had kind of changed. And all of a sudden, they had to figure this out. And he put this program back on track. And now Oregon is going to bowl games. They beat Ohio State, which I agree is an indication of where the program is. Lane Kiffin hasn't built a program anywhere. He hasn't. Lane Kiffin bounces from job to job. He goes from assistant to Raiders to Tennessee to uh, FAU to coordinator at Alabama. Bang, bing, 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 bing. He ping-pongs all over the place. It, there, there's no evidence that he can build a program. So why does Key think that I this, don't is, know. this is I, the right fit? I, I don't know. Off of one I, I can't speak for Key. What I'm saying is when I what I'm seeing mm-hmm. does not fill me with, oh, yeah. If they be, Look, if he runs through the SEC – Sure, that's different. If if Ole Miss competes for the Final Four, the college football, sure, that's different. But just one win, you go from, oh, yeah, he's the guy that we fired in, in, on the runway to mm-hmm. number one candidate because of he beat Alabama? Come on, man. I think he has um, – I think he's obviously trying to rebuild. When I say rebuild, it's not like something's been built. I mean, he's with Florida, Atlanta, Florida Atlantic for a couple of years. Last year – What'd you play ten games with Ole Miss? Yeah, I think that's it, all they had was five and five. Right. So the the real question mark is how you finish off this year with Ole Miss in the SEC. If he gets to the end and he's whatever it is, twelve and one, mm-hmm. cool. Now that's a different conversation. Mm-hmm. But just now, all of a sudden, you're four and zero, oh and you beat. I get it. Alabama's really good, but come on, man. I, Alabama. I need, it's, I need to see more. It's the. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. It's the biggest, baddest boxer that you take down, and Buster all of a sudden, Douglas beat Mike Tyson. See the greatest head. stuff happens. It doesn't out. have to be the greatest, but stuff happens. That's a big moment. That's not a it's just a moment, turn the page and say, okay, who do they moment. have next week? There's careers and there's track records and there's you had Kevin Sumlin mm-hmm. is not a good college football coach. He beat Nick Saban. I think we're both saying the same thing <laughs> that no, you should not hire Lane Kiffin. If he if he wins this weekend, if you're USC, but you're also not turning the page as if it's nothing. All right, SC fans, Lane Kiffin part D. You want to do that again? Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Travis Lee, brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. I know that Demarco Farr is knocking around the building somewhere. We'll see if we can get him in here talking well, about Rams football. Here's the thing, Demarco is the guy that I said. Remember, I told you I have an insider that's mm-hmm. coming in for the Are NFL one of your pickups. Guys? I have – you never know who's going to walk uh, in on Thursdays anymore. You, you never know what's going to work. By the way, uh, another thing we haven't done yet, um, Russ pushing Anthony Davis. Love it. Love it. So we could do that coming up as well. All of that next. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Emily, not a mob movie uh, fan or no, just one I'm, that slipped through the cracks? I'm a or mob what? movie fan. I just haven't 
watched Casino yet. I Perfect. feel like <laughs> Perfect. No, no, say no more. This weekend. Okay. If you're free. Yes, I, I will watch it. Can you watch Casino for us and uh, give us a movie review this Monday? This, yes, I will do that. The thing is, I took a gangster film class in college, and Casino mm. did not make it on that that syllabus. So I, have, I have doubts. So we had The Departed. We had Godfather. We Good. had... Um, Donnie Brasco. An, another, it. Not, not, not Reservoir Goodfellas. Dogs. Goodfellas. Reservoir Dogs. Mm. Um, is Reservoir Dogs a mob movie? It's kind of a heist movie. So the thing is, it was movie. it was I, it I was think of it combo as. of it, yeah. and then we also had uh, Menace to Society. Okay. The greatest thing I've ever heard is that there's a gangster mob. I'd like that class. Class? Are you I'd like kidding that me? Class. No, that would work out pretty good. That's amazing. Yeah. No, that Goodfellas is great. Casino, Casino's just a different. It, it's Goodfellas, just a different tale. Similar guys, different Ruthless. tale. It's yeah, that's great. I can still pick winners. And why mess up a good thing? That's that. No, no, it's I'm, you. I'm You're Ace Rothstein in this whole thing. Unlike Funches. Look at Demarco's face. I have an NFL DeMarco insider coming in as we speak. when I said Ace Rothstein. Are you? you you're a casino fan, right? Of course, yes. Yeah. Are you Ace? You're Ace Rothstein? How? Well, okay, here's, Al, here's what's going on. This one? Here's what's going on. <laughs> Do you have TV shows? DeMarco, by the way. Yeah. Great seeing you, my man. Good seeing great you guys. Seeing you. Been a little while. Okay, so... Here's what's going on. We do our NFL pickums every week. We do NFL pickums. Okay. And we pick four games, and we're going to do it again today. And I was telling, I was telling, um, I was telling uh, Funches, I was telling Travis, telling Emily that I have an insider now. <laughs> you have an insider. Yeah, I got. I got, I'm, I'm. I'm working on. I interviewed three different bookies. I'm working on the whole thing. The spread. Everything. I see where you're going with Ace. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's kind of. Uh, see that then, guy. He's making a lot of money for us. <laughs> See, you don't mess with him. Right. He gets to do See whatever that guy? he wants. See, he's more ace. I'm more Nicky Santoro. <laughs> yeah, I, I lose. Who cares? Oh, you're not going <laughs> to drive us out to the middle of the desert. I might. Yeah, meet me a few few guys down the road. Yeah. All right. So DeMarco is here with us. DeMarco, you tweeted this yesterday. I want to yeah. read your tweet. From the Life Ain't Fair department, Kyler Murray is just too damn fast and shouldn't be allowed to play quarterback, in my opinion. He's the ultimate honeypot for linebackers. When he starts to move, he tempts you into blowing off all your responsibilities and completely wrecks your life for three hours. Yes, that's him. <laughs> Explain. That is him. I was watching the Jacksonville game, and I, this poor cornerback, he's got so much to worry about. He's got contain. He's on the right side, so he's got contain. He also has to come up and make sure you turn the run back in. This is on the goal line, the half-yard line, right? So Kyler Murray uh, puts it in the breadbasket of the running back. It's run. Then he pulls it out and just sprints to the end zone. This corner has no idea where the ball went. <laughs> uh, in, no idea. Like, hmm. both officials have their hands up. He's still playing the play going the opposite way. Like, what just happened? He scored. It's, it's unfair what he does to linebackers. Every time he starts to attack the line of scrimmage, you have to honor that. You have to come up and you have to stop him. He's the fastest guy on the field, so he gets within a yard of the line of scrimmage, stops, dumps it over your head, and away we go. That's not fair. Now, what you have to do as a linebacker, play your responsibilities. If Kyler Murray gets out, then so be it. Let's bring him down and wrap him up. Uh, you make sure you do your responsibilities first and then come up and tackle him. But what he does, he's so enticing, you want to come up and take his head off, and then he dumps it behind you and... You wreck everything for everyone, see? You know what I mean. I do. Yeah, yeah. He makes you compromise your values. You What's the line? Test your rules, right? Yeah. Do you maintain, whether it's your gap or the edge or your whatever your responsibility is, he makes you want to, no, no, I can get him right now, yeah. and then the whole thing goes to hell. Well, you, you have to be dispassionate. Uh, look, it's you have to 
fulfill your job first, do your job first. So if you if you're a linebacker that's dropping to flat curl, you have to drop the flat curl because that's what the safety behind you is expecting you to mm-hmm. do. But if Kyler Murray starts to scramble, you have to resist the urge to say, I have to be the guy that makes the play. No, do your job first, and then we'll all rally to the football and get him on the ground. DeMarco, uh, it, it's kind of an interesting couple of weeks for L.A. just football-wise. So this past weekend, you had obviously Rams take down Tampa. Chargers went into KC and had a fantastic win as well. Of those two games, and there's going to be two other great ones, I, I think the Chargers and the Raiders will be fantastic on Monday Night Football. Obviously, the game against Arizona on Sunday. Who had the most impressive win on Sunday? Was it the Chargers winning in KC, or was it the Rams beating Tampa the way they did? Wow. Well, beating the defending champs, that, that's got to be right there on top. Um, now, they didn't have Antonio Brown, JPP wasn't there, whatever, and Tampa was here. So, uh, it's a big win for the Rams. But I said this to Sean McVay, said it right to his face. The title does not change hands in week three. It's great. It's, it's a win, but you're not champions. You just beat the defending champs. But I didn't think that the Chargers would ever beat Kansas City. I did not. Not in Kansas City. Yeah, I, n- no way. And I, I didn't think Kansas City would be struggling the way they're struggling. Mm-hmm. So that was surprising to me. So I think the Rams win was bigger. I think it means more in this conference. But that win over Kansas City was the most surprising. I mean, that's the one that stuck with me. Wow, they beat Kansas mm-hmm. City there? Unbelievable. So Al is probably very sick of me saying this. He's already started giving me a hard time about how often I compare Matt Stafford to Jared Goff when he was here. But He brought he- up Goff twice today, and it had <laughs> nothing to do with Bellinger's home run, and he brought up Jared Goff. How did you get from Bellinger <laughs> to Goff? Hey, don't listen okay. to Slee. Very creative. He's, how did you do very that? Very creative. Wow. I, I did not do that. That's but very Rick Majerus. I, 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 yeah. I will take ownership <laughs> of the fact that I am – and, and DeMarco – you, you've been here since the Rams have come back to L.A. You saw the quarterback play for the last several years, in particular the last two years, and we've seen the quarterback play for the first three games of this season. How much different does this team look with just that one guy in the new spot? Oh, diff- way different. Uh, he's, he's a better quarterback. I, there's no shame in saying that. I think Matthew Stafford has elite qualities about him. Uh, his arm is second to none. His Football IQ is off the charts. His competitiveness is off the charts. Uh, the way he inspires his teammates is off the charts. Now, I don't know how many off the charts things you can say about Jared Goff. I, when people used to pick on Jared Goff, the one thing I would always point to is the only thing I could point to was his toughness. Yeah, no, he's not a wimp. He's, no. He'd stick his face in there. And he'll play hurt. Yeah. yeah. He'll get hit. He'll roll over. He'll stand up without dusting himself off and walk right back to the huddle. That I appreciate. But everything else, uh, okay. I'm not sure how many times the Rams had the better quarterback on Sundays when Goff was under center. With that in mind, and look, it's looked really good through three weeks, and it looked really good a week ago against Tampa. But does it feel like there's a lot more to come? Because it feels like they missed a couple against Tampa. I thought that Deshaun, not he had the one seventy-five yard touchdown. Felt like he could have had another one before that, where early he on just, he just missed mm-hmm. the throw. Right? Is it going to get better? Is this the progression? Is the line continue to move up? They're still learning. I think the only guys that are on the same page with Matthew Stafford, like completely, is Cooper Cup. Mm-hmm. Because Cooper Cup prepares like a quarterback and he's almost annoying. Like he's always talking to Matthew Stafford or Sean McVay mm-hmm. about offense. He's that guy. He's a gym rat. So I think he's the really the only one that's really on the same page with Matthew Stafford and you're still scoring 30 points a game. So there's more there for Deshaun Jackson. 
Once Matthew Stafford learns to track him on deep balls, you'll see more of those. You'll see more of Robert Woods. Uh, there's a lot more to this offense when you start talking about how they're going to run the football. I think mm. you'll see that against Arizona. They'll be able to run the football more effectively in creative ways against Arizona, and then everyone will get their touches. But there's only one ball on the field. You can only throw it to one person at a time. Um, looking back to the Monday Night Football game coming up, so Raiders and the Chargers, are, are you? I, I'm curious to know, are you sold on the Raiders? Do you feel like, and they were talking about, we were, we were doing this yesterday, I think 75% of the fans will most likely be Raider fans at SoFi. Okay, we know the Chargers, yeah. pretty much every game it's going to be a road game for them. Who are you more sold on? Are you more sold on the Raiders wow. at 3-0 and or the Chargers have been more impressive to you? As in, when it's all said and done, which of those two teams do you think will be better? I was sold on the Chargers. When I was doing the show with you, mm-hmm. uh, you said something that stuck in my head that you still need to see something out of them before you start believing it. Sure. I, I was more in, I believe them because of their quarterback. Yeah. I think this is a young phenom. He's going to be one of the young guns of the league. So yeah. I was more sold on them to begin with. The Raiders, I was kind of out the door on. Even coming out of training camp with the joint practices. I don't know. I think they're playing for third place in that division. Um, Even with the start? But now, mm. now, I mean, if you can find a way to get Derek Carr to play more like good Derek Carr and more consistent. <laughs> bizarro Derek Carr. Not bizarro. <laughs> not like, who is this guy? You know, but if you if he plays the way he's been playing and they find some semblance of defense, you know, John Gruden does have a ring. He knows how to do this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, and I, I think that's what's happening. And I, I think it was uh, 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 Ireland that said, when you guys asked for Super Bowl predictions, he said Rams versus Raiders. Wouldn't that be cool? That'd be incredible. Right here yeah, <laughs> in Los in Angeles. Stadium. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. yeah. One, one more quick one before I let you go, DeMarco. And I have nine more. I, I'm hearing this come up ones. a little bit yeah. more and more often. Aaron Donald, we know, is the best defensive player in football right now. Has been for the last several years, defensive players of the year. Are we in the territory where we're talking about him as the best defensive player of all time? Are we talking Lawrence Taylor, Reggie White territory? I think we're already there with him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when you talk about John Randall, uh, uh, White, um, the best down lineman in the game, he's already there. Now, here's a problem, uh, Trev. He may not be the best defensive player on his team right now. Jalen. Yes. Yeah. Jalen Ramsey <laughs> and how he's used and how he's played and the, the level of physicality he brings is unreal. But And I, I we've had a lot of fun talking about Jalen. But I think that stops this weekend because Arizona's coming in with a banged-up offensive line. Mm. And it was going to be 70-30 Aaron anyway going against these guys. He's always ripped them. Now that they're banged up, he could be chasing Kyler Murray down on every single snap. So, yes, I think at some point, whenever he slows down, whenever – and here's another. Uh, J.J. Watt has slowed down. Mm-hmm. But whenever Aaron slows down, I think he'll finish among the greats. And he'll be even more special because – He's a defensive tackle, He's not in, an end. It's it's yeah. extraordinary. Every single week there seems to be something else. Thanks, DeMarco. Can I ask one question? Yes. Yes. Why do basketball players hang out with the opposition? Because that thing, did, that did stick in my head at SoFi when I saw LeBron and Carmelo sitting there they're and they're on talking. on the same team now. But then who was Draymond. Draymond, Draymond, in the Draymond Green was right there. Yeah. Yeah. How but can you sit with the other side of the aisle? But he's still there. <laughs> okay, this is why. Yeah. How are you going to put these squads together unless you start becoming friends with them early on? Oh, is and that it? And then you put it together. <laughs> is that it? That's oh, all it is. It's long-term espionage. Okay. From this point on, on do not refer him as LeBron James. He's general manager, LBJ. I like Put me in the room with any mid-90s 49ers. We're fighting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fact or cap is coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. 
Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. He's pretty terrible. <laughs> That's some analysis right there from Christine on, on Cody Bellinger. You know, he's pretty terrible at that. If I told you, <laughs> you know, just doing the show on 7, 10 a.m., yes. The ladies are they're everywhere on I mean just the we should have a ladies line and you know love the lady callers keep them coming. Listen, it's not even just that. It's just Travis and I, seven ten a.m. Like the ladies flock to that. You know what I mean? Like this is not a surprise or exactly what they're looking for. I think that that goes without saying that you know middle aged, out of shape. It's it's it losing their hair. We're, we're we're kind of the sweet spot for you know young women out there. I well, Trav's exactly on from nine fifty five to <laughs> gotta get it, gotta gotta tune into Absolutely. that. Absolutely, Trav and brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Time for Factor Cap. All right, my first one up is kind of in contrast to what I said earlier. How I didn't see Casino, but mm-hmm. I do love mob movies. Okay. But Goodfellas is the best mob movie ever made. Alan, is this factor cap? God, that's a really tough one. It is. I don't like. I don't like trying to. Okay, let let me throw out a couple here that I have in mind. Um, a Bronx Tale might be one of the more underrated sure. mob movies. Okay, you guys know my my thoughts and my feelings on Donnie Brasco. Godfather is amazing. Funches uh, just saw it. It just came out for the first time on streaming a couple days ago. Um, $3. Goodfellas is out there. Casino is out there. I'm going to go Cap. It's so hard to say that. And I absolutely love Goodfellas. So if it's Cap, what is it? Godfather is my – that's that's the I, one. I can and, tell you wrong. And I, I, I pause and I hesitate Funches. because I could probably – if you ask me tomorrow, I'm going to tell you it's one of the other ones. But for those who haven't seen, have you seen A Bronx Tale? Yes, I love it. Bronx Tale is a fantastic one, too. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to go Cap as well, and I'm going to put one in there that you did not mention but that Emily had on her syllabus in her class. And it's not the, the same mob it's not a, it, it's It's a tale of organized crime and cops trying to it, – it, yeah. it's The Departed. I mean, I, I've watched that movie, I don't know, five, six different times, and every time you watch it, there's, oh, that. Mm-hmm. Okay, got it. Mm-hmm. And – you're never really sure exactly who's the bad guy and who's this. It just everything about that. There's so many wonderful performances from so many different actors. So if you like The Godfather, yeah, amen. But for me, I'm gonna go Departed. That guy picked a movie without Pacino and De Niro for sure. No, for sure. <laughs> I know what I'm so 
Huh? Yeah, no, I look, I, I get it. Those that's there's those guys' lanes. You tell me that Jack Nicholson can't do that movie. You're telling me that DiCaprio wasn't great in that movie. Even Mark Wahlberg was great I'm in that movie. I'm not giving Alec Baldwin Damon was great in that movie too. Matt Damon was great in that movie. Alec Baldwin too. Yeah, yeah. Alec Baldwin was fantastic in that movie. Martin Sheen, the mm-hmm. poor guy gets thrown off the roof. That was disappointing. Spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> I've seen no, it. <laughs> uh, I'm, not, I'm not avoiding things for guys like Funches who wait 35 years to see a movie. That's all. That's all. Easy. I, ju- I just love the accents of the departed. It's pretty I'm great. I'm not a cop. It's pretty great. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. Not bad. <laughs> pretty good, Ellen. All right. On this day in 1982, Cheers premiered. So, we love that sound. Cheers has the best will they, won't they in TV history. Travis, is factor cap. It's right up there. I mean, the Sam and Diane will they, won't they dynamic for the first couple of years of that show. And then when they did, it was still a great show. And then when they broke up, it was still a great show. And then they brought in Kirstie Alley and it was still a great show. So it, it's I, I still think for me and, and I, as a child of the 80s, I still love Cheers and love that story. But I think it's Cap because it's Jim and Pam from The Office. Mm. And I'm sorry, but Jenna Fisher is number one with a bullet on my list, so that one wins. Okay, this is an easy one. Of course, it's uh, it's Cap. Um, Kelly Kapowski and Zach Morris. Let, let's, let's quit messing around here. Like <laughs> We're all of a sudden for, going to forget who Kelly Kapowski is. And well, we that could... relationship with Zach Morris. Uh-huh. And then... Uh, Slater gets in the way how many different times? I mean, this, you know, Slater, bro, this is Back off. <laughs> this is meant to be the way it's meant to be. Don't freaking ruin it. And if you want to go a step further than that, uh, what did you do? You did The Office, Friends, obviously, with Ross, and uh, and um, don't do, don't make a, look, I'm never bringing up Friends again. If you're going to make. Rachel, hi. Could you be any more depressing? You can't put Chandler and Ross together. I just merge, you you merge the two. I, I just did. Of course I can. I just did it. You want me to do it again? Hi. Could you? Who'd you pick? <laughs> Who the you Office? Pick? You pick Pam? I like. I, yeah, The Office is really good. I like your Kelly Kapowski because it makes me think of 90210, Valerie Malone, which makes me think of Brandon Walsh and Kelly Taylor, which is another great one. But Brandon, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I'm sticking with Jim and Pam. Okay. All right, listeners. Also, if you guys have any more suggestions on who's the best, will they, won't they? Feel free to call us on the on the good uh, Dr Pepper hotline. What was the what was the uh, was Topanga? What was what's his name? Oh uh, yeah, Boy Corey, Meets World. Yeah, Arnold. I, I, his good real name, not Ke- what was his real name? Not Kevin Arnold. Kevin Arnold was the character. His Savage, that Ben Savage. I, I was thinking Fred Savage, Kevin Arnold. I got there eventually. Ben got Savage. There. Yes. All right, last one. The Price is Right turns fifty this month. Yikes! So, wow. <laughs> I used to love watching this with my grandma. My teacher in elementary school got on The Price is Right, and we all got out of school to go watch it. Anyway, love Price is Right. You know who else got on there, and I think one, Geeter. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that story. I've heard that story. I've seen the video. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, Price is Right is the best game show ever. Travis, this is Factor Cap. Cap, it's good, but I, I don't know about you, Al. I cannot think of The Price is Right and not think about being sick. Right? It's the only thing I, I think of. I swear on my life I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Every time I thought of Price yeah. is Right, it You're was I'm school. laying on a couch. Yes. I'm not going to school. You know what? Yeah. If I'm going down with the flu for two days, I get Price is Right from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m.? Yeah. It, it's the saltine so, crackers? The association is too negative. It's a great show, but I always think of being sick. So, mm-hmm. uh, I know. I, look, Family Feud with Dick Dawson is is on Jesus. the list for me. So I, I literally yeah. just did the same exact thing. Oh, Family yeah? Feud 
is my favorite but game Dick show. Dawson Family Feud. Fine, but even right now, if it's on, I'm still going to watch it. Like, Family Feud is fantastic. I love it. I'm answering questions, too. I'm sweating during the final round because I'm trying to get all the right ones before the next person comes up. <laughs> but that is not to diminish Price is Right because no, that is a very, very close on my uh, Best on one Price of my is Right game, the one that you're always super excited Plinko. to see. Plinko's really good. Yeah, I love Plinko. the mountain climber game. I wanted to see him go over the mm. cliff. I, I wanted to see him. That, there it is. Come That's, on now. Yeah. The, when he would go, you know, it's like, oh, okay, you got $20. That's right, and they're going. You got $15. We've got 10 And then he goes over the cliff. It's fantastic. How about the putt, the hole-in-one putt? And Bob Barker could make some putts. Yeah, no, Barker was a baller. Yeah, he was pretty good. He was a baller. There you go. There's another topic for us. Favorite prices Right game. There, there are plenty of them to go around. All right, that was good. I enjoyed that a great deal. All right. We still got all these, and we you, got, you threw out the question about Lane Kiffin. Yeah, right. Would this be the right Lane person Kiffin. if they beat Alabama? All of a sudden, is he now a front runner? Uh, Keyshawn was making mention of that, so I know we got some callers that went a hit on that. Eight seven 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 ten. Gavin ESPN. Lux, Russell Westbrook saying he's going to stay on Anthony Davis. We yep. got a million things to get to. We're getting to all of them next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Not just a listener, Al. Today's listener is First Down Fern, which I really like on Twitter. They've had Starfish and Coffee, Hondo. Um, now we've got First Down Fern. Yeah. We've, we've got we've got nothing but A-plus people. I deplenished my savings account Um my my whole goal here is to make sure that you know I got a couple of bookies that I have on the uh, on speed dial on the speed dial and I have them just on the on the payroll on the payroll now. <laughs> You're eighth Ace Rothstein. I love it. You're just sitting there. You can pick winners. No I can matter, still pick no winners. What it is, I, and why I, I mess I up a good thing? And that's that. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. You can save big when you bundle your home, auto, motorcycle, RV, or boat. Visit Progressive.com. Let's try another one of these phone calls. You were asking for it earlier, Al. People that were at the game, did you stay? Did you bounce? Well, here's the other side of that corn coin, I should say. Here's Torrance and Matt. Matt, you're on with Travis Slee. What's up? Hey, guys. Good morning. Look, yeah, I'm, I'm guilty and guilty. Yeah, and the reason why we stayed was to wait for the 50-50 raffle number. So once <laughs> that came go. up. <laughs> Once that came up, we were gone. Uh, but you know, with the, the, the ladies had to stop at the bathroom, so we had good parking right behind the left field, uh, uh, the pavilion there. And of course, when we heard the noise and I turned on the radio, I went, "Oh, geez, here we go again." So, yeah, yeah. But but I, at least I got to hear all the noise and I got to feel it a little bit. Uh, but yeah, we were the ones uh, with the masses leaving out of there. But uh, yeah, I'm one of the I'm one of those guys. You know, the Kirk Gibson home run. And you see the, You're the taillights. Uh, uh, yeah, the taillights. I'm one of them guys. So. <laughs> yeah, there you Sorry, go. guys. But yeah. Look, I appreciate the phone call, Matt. Thanks. And now, Matt is an LA person. That is the that is the most LA story ever. Yeah, you know, we had good parking out in the left field pavilion, so we decided we were going to get out of here. And you know, I heard, I, I felt it from the parking. Like, yeah, you know, what, what are you going to do? 
Matt, Matt's awesome. I love that. Matt is a lot of Dodger fans last night. Yes. Down 9-5, going into the seventh. By the way, even after after Mookie hits the home run, okay, it's 9-6. That's not that big of a deal. I think there's probably a lot of Dodger fans, not not even Dodger fans, just fans here in L.A., because you got to deal with traffic, because L.A. County is so freaking big, because you're going all over the place. Yeah, some people that miss games like that. It's going to happen. What sweatshirt do I have on today, Slee? UCSB, right? Yeah. Let's go to Santa Barbara and there Aaron. Like, that wasn't going straight to the top of the list. What's up, Aaron? How you doing today? Yeah, I saw you pitch at UCSB, brother, so we Uh-oh. are definitely hometown here. Uh-oh, that's not good. No, no, no. You said you had the arm. You definitely had the arm. Yeah. Hey, real quick, one of the gangster movies we haven't heard about yet, On the Waterfront. Oh, yeah, old school. Oh, that's old, it. old school, but all oh, the acting, you Bra- can't top that. Brando, right? Brando, Lee yeah. J. Cobb is the mobster. Oh, man, that's, that's delicious. That's a great, great flick. <laughs> right, that might be one of my uh, weekend On movies. The, Appreciate you calling in, man. Thank you for calling the, in. the front. Hey, real quick about Bellinger. I, I have a private bet with some friends here. I think he's going to win either the uh, championship series or World Series MVP. It's I'm- like the shoelace that's got a knot in it. He's pulling it too tight. He's not going to. He didn't stop learning how to hit. He he can still hit. He's got to relax. I've relaxed the knot. I seriously think by the time the uh, the adrenaline kicks in on the championship series, he's got to hit. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it up to you whether or not you want to say this on the radio. How much is the wager for Aaron? It has several zeros in it and a decimal point. Mm. Does it have a comma? Uh, the comma is the pause in the sentence. You bet. How much? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So thank you for the call, yeah. Aaron. Appreciate that. Uh, you're going to need to write a check, my friend. Because <laughs> I, I think that you're going to want to start maybe bringing your lunch to work or skipping breakfast or something because uh, I don't like your chances on cashing that bet. I loved that he hit the home run. Mm-hmm. I think that he's going to be the center fielder moving forward because of what we saw with Gavin Lux last night. And I like the analogy of it's a shoelace with a with a knot in it, that you're pulling it too tight. You're making it worse as opposed to just relax. Let the knot come undone. I saw the at-bat before the home run. I'm not convinced that things have been fixed. Well, by the way, you know, I, I think the the kind of relax, the just take your time here, I, I, I think for Cody Bellinger, there's not – the expectations aren't there anymore. Nobody's expecting him to come up to the plate, and all of a sudden he's supposed to deliver. Listen, if your expectation is that, you're going to be disappointed – um, eight and a half times out of uh, ten, right? Like yeah, right. every time you come up to the bat, that's not a good percentage where you're sitting back and you're saying, you know, I think Cody can turn on this one. Yes. I think Cody's going to do something. Al, I've never thought about what you just said, and it's such a good point that when he comes up to bat, there are no expectations, and maybe that's where I, I, I maybe it's a, a weird compliment to Cody Bellinger in, in a certain way. I still have him. There, there's no there's no evidence why I should, to your point about his you know, past, his past. I, but yeah. I still think and, and maybe it's just because he swings as hard as he does. Maybe it's because he's got, you know, I've seen him hit a, a sure. season where he hit nearly 50 home runs. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, despite your being exactly right that he's batting a buck 50 something. When he comes up there, there's always this little thing in the back. You know what? Maybe maybe today is the day he comes out of this. Maybe today is the day that that swing looks like it looked in 2019. Maybe today is the day where it just clicks. And, you know, you're a basketball guy. I play a little golf here and there. There, there are those days where you can't make a shot, right? I just can't get the ball in the basket. Mm-hmm. I think just nothing's going. And then you let one go, and it goes in. You're like, oh, right. The same thing when you play golf. There are days where I, I'm not hitting the ball. I'm not hitting the ball, and you're frustrated, and you're fighting. And what if I try this? What if I put my hands here? What if I take it back like this? And you just make it worse and worse and worse. And then you hit that point where you're just saying, "I'm just going to swing the club," and you hit one, 
And it's like, oh, right, that's what mm-hmm. it is. And I keep waiting for that with him. There's, there's no reason I should, but I, I do. Okay, so we, um, I, I think a couple things we could do when we come back because I know we got to go to break right now. So the Dodger portion of this, of you're now two games, still two games back. Basically, the 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 wild card was all but over. You knew you were going to end up in the wild card if you lost yesterday. Well, they mm-hmm. won, and Giants won too, and it's one to nothing. What what's kind of the strategy here over the final few games? So we'll get your thoughts on that. Plus, Russell Westbrook said some stuff about Anthony Davis that I think are Love incredibly it. interesting. And by the way, maybe some question marks there too. We could do all that coming up next. My favorite part of Russ coming to the team, what he said yesterday. I thought it was fantastic. Travinsley, seven ten, ESPN. Five G is here, but the big carriers. They want you to sign that pricey long-term contract to get in on the action. Well, not anymore because Straight Talk Wireless has rolled out 5G coverage nationwide with plans starting at just 35 bucks a month with no contract. How about that? And you get a Samsung Galaxy A32 5G for only 299 bucks, all on America's best networks. 5G coverage, 5G phones, less money. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise, 5G-capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. 